Scott, that's jwellfire.com. Final Days Report, episode 150. We're calling this tech companies being pushed by mainstream news to join the UN Security Council. You can't make this up. We're going to get into what this means for the fourth beast system rising, as the book of Revelation talks about. Insight from a listener. Hats off to him. And also, let's cover some news about how they're just burning it all down. Seal 1, Seal 2, Seal 3, Seal 4. But I thought this was hilarious. I spent most of my career in sales and marketing in the food industry. I actually used to sell cereal. So this is an article from Gemstone Media. Take a look at the latest guide to healthy food. Lucky Charms vastly outperforms ground beef and eggs fried in butter. And I read a white paper when I was managing a business unit that said an egg is one of the most nutritious foods around with trace minerals, vitamins, and minerals, trace minerals. Good night, my friends. And cholesterol, you need cholesterol for brain food. And a lot of times, if you have high cholesterol, my friends, it's flowing through your blood. It's not getting kicked on your arteries. You do, do your research if you have high cholesterol. Do your due diligence on what exactly is happening. And you need, again, cholesterol for your brain. And I've seen the four food groups and the pyramids and they'd switch the pyramids around. And I remember people would just get super fat with all these different diet crazes, you know, these low fat diet crazes. Then they'd eat a bunch of carbs and just blow up. I don't trust any of this stuff. And I got to tell you, early days in my career as a sales rep for a cereal manufacturer, and I would walk around as school food service directors, so they'd feed the kids. We tried to get them to actually buy sugared cereal because we knew kids would want more sugared cereal than unsweetened cereal, right? I was that way as a kid growing up. And see, so we'd go around with this market research that was well-funded that said sugar does not impact kids' behavior. So I took this research to a school food service director. I'm like, look, we can actually sell more product if you offer sugared cereal and it doesn't impact the kids' behavior. And she looked at me and laughed. She had four or five kids in the room and she said, let's do a test. Go get your sugared cereal. So I went out to my car, got the sugared cereal, went back and we did a test. I'm telling you what, the kids were fine and calm, well-behaved, reading. All of a sudden we gave them the sugared cereal and every one of them started to hit each other and scream. I even think one kid was crawling up the wall. I took that market research from a reputable research house and I threw it in the trash, threw it in the trash. I'm like, this is garbage research, so-called science. Early days, man, saw it flat out. And this was a big sale opportunity. I flat out lost credibility whipping out that research. And I told her, I said, look, I think you're right. I'm throwing this research away. I apologize, right? Observation. There's quant research and then there's observation. It was priceless. Every one of the kids out of control. And what was funny in the early days I'm talking 90s, from probably 92 to 2005, did a lot of sales calls, a lot of marketing, and a lot of food shows, and the heaviest people at the food shows, they were so heavy and obese, they had, oftentimes would have to drive around in the cart, they were dietitians. they were the dietitians that were telling you what to eat for your health, and they were the heaviest people in the room, and it wasn't just one or two, it was every food show, because you would talk to them about what's going on and they would talk to you and you're like, oh, you're a dietitian. You'd see their name badge. That's since changed, but it was the craziest thing ever. I was like, why? And I talked to my peers. I'm like, why are the heaviest people at the food show dietitians? This is something's off. Something is missing. 
Again, observation, it's not a quantifiable study, but it was crazy. It was the big joke in the, in the food service industry, right? These dietitians would work with hospitals. And then doctors, I would talk to doctors and they would have zero to one nutrition classes with their training to be doctors. And that should tell you something right off the bat. Preventative is not part of their MO. But this is crazy. Let's go over some of the products here. Watermelon, kale, most nutritious. Frosted mini wheats, give me a break, is number three. Unsweetened almond milk. Now, sugar is a major evil, especially for cancer. That's well known. Non fat, the non fat diet was hilarious. People would eat non fat products and get just gain a ton of weight. Chocolate covered almonds, orange juice with calcium, honey nut Cheerios, more cereal, date, sweet potato fries, millet. Egg substitute, again, eggs are healthy for you. Skinless chicken breast, way down the list. Hmm, Lucky Charms is off here. All of a sudden, Lucky Charms is above whole wheat bread. Canned pineapple in heavy syrup. There's more of that sugar. Boiled or poached egg is way down the list. That should be number one from the research I've read. Whole milk. There's just a war on dairy. There's a war on animals. This is a war on God's creation. Almond, M&Ms. This is, this is above ground beef, cheddar cheese whole egg fried in butter. Ice cream is above that as well. If you're listening to this on a, on a RSS feed, on a podcast feed, you got to check out this study. You cannot make this up. You got to check out the podcast, Why the Elite War on Meat. This even surprised me being in the food industry, how nutritious beef is. Brain development. They want us dumb. Then check out that podcast, New War on Vitamins as well. Unbelievable, my friends. If the government loved you, they'd take fluoride out of the water, my friends. But let's go a little bit deeper. I've been in the food industry for years. I actually managed a $100 million business with four manufacturing plants, worked for major CPG companies. Some of them had hundreds of manufacturing plants around the world. And I saw one fire and that one fire was confined. It was pretty serious fire. The roof, you know, we had to tear the roof up to get the equipment in and out. And it was a two and a half month delay before we were up and running. I actually flew to the manufacturing plant. I had to call customers to fire them, but it was speed. And these fires that I've researched are devastating. The entire plants are taken out. Usually a fire is confined in the food industry. Now I went to another company uh, a couple of years ago and they had a fire in 92, but they're rare. They're not this many and then two airplanes hitting manufacturing plants and taking them out that is odd my friends i just don't see it at all but this is funny reuters fact check fact check food processing plant fires in 2022 are not part of conspiracy to trigger u.s food shortages okay okay now at the end of the day the food is so toxic that this might be a blessing if you get your ducks in a row Learn how to grow your own food if you can. I, and granted, I started planting certain things that did not come up. So I had a very, very tough gardening year this year. But learn how to grow. Even if you live in an apartment complex, if you have a patio, use the space. If you have some areas that are not used, abandoned land, plant a fruit tree, a couple fruit trees. Do look into permaculture and try to add value you know, to, to that said space, because it's, it's going to get interesting. My friends, I've never seen something like this. And I would read all the trade journals about, you know, what was happening. I actually read operational manufacturing plants. They would talk about fires and different incidents that would happen. Never, 
ever. This is mathematically impossible in my personal opinion. If you were to look at the history of fires in the food industry, this is, this is unexplainable coming from somebody in this industry. Some other podcasts revisit famine warming, our second podcast, and then is the PCR test used to destroy the chicken supply? I mean, they're going after the chickens as well. Eggs are very, very nutritious for you. And then you think about the jobs lost with these manufacturing plants. The food industry was one of the last manufacturing sectors still around the United States because people didn't really want to get their food from other countries, third world countries. Now that's changed. The attitudes have changed there. But if you were to look at where you got your food and it would have, if it would have said a third world country, you would have kind of cringed a little bit, but you know, that, that has changed my friends, but now let's switch, let's switch gears to the destruction of the United States because this whole electrical grid, I've talked a lot about it. I've seen massive blackouts and I've seen rolling blackouts and ultimately what they want to do with their playbook. They want to stress the system out with blackouts. They want to destroy gas. They want to track you ultimately. And then I think what's going to happen as we're just so beaten down and living in a third world environment, then they're going to bring out their free energy devices. I had that dream with this triangle free energy device. I was listening to Steve Benoon and he was talking about how the pyramids are energy devices that I know that's floated around as well years ago. I think there's something to that, you know, and I'm just saying that from a dream. It's not anything that I have from a scientist, scientific perspective. And I guess Tesla talked about how this whole system that we're in is a, is a great big electrical generator. You just need to tap into it. So I think there's a lot of evidence that they can do that. So it's suppressed, right? But this is crazy to me. This article, how inefficient 700,000 acres are being earmarked or proposed to be earmarked to power 2% of the USA homes or households. There are 128 million USA households and they wanna earmark 700,000 acres in the Gulf of Mexico to power 2% of the homes. Doesn't that just seem like a terrible use of resources? It's inefficient. Let's read, President Biden is still unveiling measures to combat climate change, that doesn't exist, and his newest efforts are aimed at preventing environmental crises. Stop spraying chemtrails on us. The president has outlined a string of executive actions that notably include the first wind energy areas in the Gulf of Mexico. Birds get massacred. The 700,000 acres will allow for enough potential offshore wind power to supply over 3 million homes. 3 million homes is less than 2% of the USA homes. For 700,000 acres, this is insanity. According to the administration, the Secretary of Interior, meanwhile, will further work on wind power along with mid to Southern Atlantic coast, as well as the Florida coast. It's just, I think it's pollution. I, I gotta tell you, I literally was caught in Amsterdam because of that volcano that blew up. The volcano blew up, I think it was in Iceland. I couldn't fly back home to the United States. So I was there for two, three weeks in Amsterdam at a hotel, bored out of my mind. And I met a bunch of people that actually go fix the wind turbines out in the ocean. And they were telling me how inefficient these things were. They admitted it flat out. That was their job to go fix them. They would go out. They were interesting dudes, no doubt. Kind of, they were smart and tough, but somewhat like a, like cowboys. But they said these things are inefficient. They break down all the time. And grand, this was years ago, but 
I'm not buying it for a second, 700,000 acres. I saw this video with this woman and grand, this was in land. She grabbed all these hawks and just started tossing them dead by these windmills, dead, 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 dead. And that's not even talking about the 5G radiation blowing up these animals. But let's continue on the, the topic at hand. At mainstream news push for tech to join the UN Security Council. Now, this is Bloomberg. Give Amazon and Facebook a seat at the United Nations. Given the scope of their ambitions and our dependence on them, behemoth brands should be treated and held to account for what they really are, commercial superpowers. Early days, I had this intuition, are the 10 kingdoms of the end of days tech companies. And I'm not saying thus says the Lord, but the comments were, for example, Putin says, whoever has the best AI runs the world. You can just see this vaccine, this mRNA technology with this nanotech that changes you, changes your DNA, has some sort of cell phone technology, two-way communication technology. You can just see this coming, my friends. The other article, I found multiple articles, but the other one that I thought was interesting from the UN is like, we need Facebook, part of the UN for counterterrorism. Well, who are the terrorists, my friends? Who are the terrorists? They're Christians. They're you, they're constitutionalists. They're nationalists. It's an interesting article from Salon and Salon is hilarious. Salon, early days, I remember reading an article from Salon where they were saying pedophilia is okay as long as they look and don't touch. I mean, good night, it was wicked. But here they are going after Christians. And this is just one of many articles. Far-right rep Mrs. Green of Georgia set off yet another controversy when during Saturday, July 23rd interview conducted at the Turning Point USA Student Action Summit in Florida, she proudly described herself as a Christian nationalist. Good. And urged the Republican Party openly to embrace an ideology of Christian, Christian nationalism. Don't you love your country? And don't you want to have good values? It's good versus evil, my friends. I mean, this isn't, they're trying to make Christian nationalism sound evil, and it's good. One of the people who is calling Green out is Amanda Taylor, executive director of the Baptist Joint Committee for Religious Liberty and main organizer of Christian against Christians nationalism. What, who is this Baptist? What, I, that is hilarious. What, does she want a one world government to bring in Lucifer? Come on, Amanda. Green told Taylor Hansen of the right-wing Next News Network, we need to be a party of nationalism, and I'm a Christian, and I say it proudly. We should be Christian nationalists. Amen. When Republicans learn to represent most of the people that vote for them, then we will be a party that continues to grow without having to chase down certain identities or chase down certain segments of people. At the end of the day, I don't think a party's going to save us. I think it's a bunch of nonsense. I think if we just repent and get back to Christianity, I mean, that's the only thing that's going to save America at this time. But it's just interesting. These tech companies going into the UN being pushed by mainstream media. So you know that's the plan. And if you follow my channel, I think the 10 kingdoms at the end of days are tech companies, or at least a portion thereof, or somehow aligned to these regions. And again, when you look at iron mixed with clay, iron, many suspect, is the old Roman Empire. But when you look at who funded these companies, a lot of them are the U.S. government. If you just go to Washington, D.C. and look at the mural of Washington, it looks like a Greek god. At the end of the day, I think this is coming to fruition, my friends. Let's read this again. The U.S. Department of Defense bloated budget along the CIA venture capital helped to create tech giants, including Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, and PayPal. The government then contracts those companies to help its military and intelligence operations 
In doing so, it makes the tech giants even bigger. And again, Klaus Schwab said future governments will be like YouTube. You cannot make this stuff up, my friends. And so the old Roman Empire, just looking at the symbolism, is really a part of the United States creating these different companies, my friends. And they're here to track you. And who are the enemies? Who are the terrorists? Christian nationalists. I mean, this is somewhat obvious to the people that are awake, but it really fits the book that I just wrote. And again, I'm still having it edited. Seal one is open. We proved that out. That really are the keys to this fourth beast industrial system that is iron, graphene, oxide, mix, and clay you. And if you want a copy of this, email me. I'll send you a PDF. My only ask is that you try to forward it to as many people as you can and realize I'm still editing it. I do have it on Amazon, Google, trying to get it on a couple other Barnes and Noble to really push this out because I think time is short, meaning I'm convinced we're in at least the beginning of sorrows for the last generation, unless we repent and turn things around. So Scott with SJWellfire.com, have a blessed day.